You are listening to The Partner Podcast, relevant information to enhance the careers and improve the lives of partner-level attorneys. Produced by The Attorney Search Group, we grow law firms and accelerate attorney careers. Visit us on the web at attorneysearchgroup.com. Hi, this is Scott Love, and thank you for joining me on The Partner Podcast. This podcast is focused on giving law firm partners useful and relevant information that will help them improve in their lives, grow their practices, and get more business. Did you know that there is a cost-effective way to expose you to client prospects that is right underneath your nose? It's the concept of getting published on Amazon. This can be a, a fruitful exercise. And in today's show, we're going to hear from a previous guest, Julie Savarino, in talking about how to do this. Julie holds an MBA, a JD, and is a licensed attorney. And for the past 30 years, she's built a reputation as a leading international award-winning business and client development coach and strategist for lawyers, law firms, and other professional service providers and firms. Listen closely for ideas and action steps that can help you get more business by taking Julie's advice. So I've got with me on the podcast, Julie Savarino, again, our guest on the podcast. And Julie, I'm excited about having you again. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Scott. So with your expertise in business development and marketing, I know that you are a firm believer that getting published on Amazon is a way that attorneys can raise their profile and achieve significant business development goals. Maybe you can kind of give us a working definition. What does that mean to write and publish a book on Amazon, and and how long does it take for an attorney that wants to be an author to do so? Well, publishing a book on Amazon is a project. Nothing worthwhile is easy, right? So if you look at Amazon, you can see there's a lot of books out there that aren't very good, right? But if you want to do a good book and publish a good book that's going to increase your reputation and help you get more of the type of legal work that you want, you want to invest time, effort and doing it right, right? So if you want to write a brand new book from scratch, which I don't recommend, and I'm going to give you tips on how not to do that. Mm -hmm. If you do want to write a brand new book from scratch, it could take you a year or more. Mm -hmm. Um, I highly recommend not starting from scratch. I did not write my book that I just launched in December last month from scratch. Instead, I used existing non-client specific content that's that was already written. So all I really needed to do was repackage and rearrange and reorganize that existing content. It took us, my team, about four and a half months from start to finish to publish the book on Amazon. But there is ongoing promotional work to be done. Now, interestingly, Scott, just like in my situation, I have a plethora of Mm non-client specific content. Mm -hmm. And almost every law firm does as well. They have tons of non-client specific content including books already written that can be repurposed and published on Amazon. And depending on several factors, you can do that in about three to five months, depending. Interesting. So, so why do you think law firms and lawyers, why do you think they're missing this opportunity to get published on Amazon? I honestly think that most of them do not think about it. Now, to be clear, I just published my first book on Amazon a month ago. And the reason we're even doing this podcast is because I just learned how few law firms publish on Amazon. So, There's so. only a handful that really publish. Now, obviously, plaintiff lawyers have published for years on Amazon for such topics as 
mesothelioma and other mass tort type subjects that impact the general person or an individual, right? Right. But the AMLAW 200 firms, only a handful of them are published on Amazon. Firms such as Baker McKenzie, Morrison and Forrester, Latham Watkins, Oric are published on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have books that drive and support some of their most strategic high-end work that they want, such as international arbitration, books on global privacy, books on capital markets and securities, books on employment law. But interestingly, it's only a handful of lawyers and law firms that are published on Amazon. And if you compare that on Amazon to the major accounting firms who are published on Amazon, major accounting firms want law firms market share, and they're doing a lot of things to get it. And they, as a general proposition, have so many more books published on Amazon. For example, Ernst & Young and PricewaterhouseCoopers have hundreds of books published on Amazon, while the most any single major law firm has is dozens. That's interesting. So there's huge opportunity there, and I think mainly law firms don't think about it, and they may not have the bandwidth to get it done, but there are considerable benefits to publishing on Amazon. So if a lawyer or a law firm, if they want to do this, they say, okay, I'm going to take some of my previously written non-client-specific content. I want to put it in a self-published book and get it out there. What are some tips or advice that you'd give for them to do what you're talking about? Right. Well, the first thing, obviously, is you want to really pick a strategic topic. So ask yourself, you know, what type of work do you want more of? What type of work does your firm want more of? For example, do you want more patent litigation? Well, consider publishing a book summarizing the top cases in the last year and their impact. Maybe you want more SEC compliance work. Write a book on recent trends in SEC compliance. But the thing I mentioned earlier, Scott, is a point I want to revisit, if I may, and that is no need to reinvent a wheel. You have existing content. Let me give you the exact examples, okay? Almost every major law firm is a member of a formal law firm network, such as Lex Mundi, Terralex, State Law Firm Group. International Association of Boutique Firms, the U.S. Law Firm Network, International Association of Entertainment Lawyers. I can go on and on and on. Right. Almost every law firm is a member of at least one of these groups. As a member, almost every law firm has written and published books for these networks, such as titles like Doing Business in Mexico, Doing Business in Croatia, Doing Business in Texas, Doing Business in Nova Scotia. Also books on things such as estate planning in Russia, estate planning in Guatemala, estate planning in Alaska. These books are out there, but they're not published on Amazon. So one of the most cost-effective and easy ways to get published on Amazon is for a law firm to work with their network to identify still relevant material that's already a book and get it published on Amazon. That's a great idea. So that's one tip. Now, certainly you can write a book from scratch, but again, that's much more time consuming. The next thing you need to do is really assemble a top-notch team. As I mentioned right from the beginning, you know, publishing on Amazon is a considerable investment in time and effort. And it also takes a village. You know, it's right. possible for an individual to publish themselves on Amazon. But if you look at Amazon, you can see some of those books where it's obvious that experienced, bona fide, qualified formatters were not used. The book just doesn't look good. And with law firms, we need to make sure the positioning and the graphics and everything are top notch. So certainly you need the author, but you also may need a skilled graphic designer, an experienced book editor, 
an experienced book formatter, and this is critical because the question as to whether you want to publish in an ebook format, a paperback, or a hard copy does drive your decision as to who you choose to format your book. You also may want a skilled videographer if you plan to market your book using video. So this is this sounds like a whole team. How would they find these people? Isn't there a resource that Amazon would have that would help them to get that? Well, kind actually, of no. Amazon Amazon publishes the book, but there are numerous websites where you could actually. We went through this where uh, freelance websites to find various people who claim to be experienced in these areas. The problem is not all of them are truly qualified or good. Right. So vetting that takes quite a bit of time. Interestingly, in one month since I published my first book on Amazon, now we're helping another firm do exactly this, taking 17 of their books that are already done but not published on Amazon and publishing them. Interesting. So the point is you can outsource it. You can outsource it to these individual roles, being a graphic designer, a book editor, a book formatter, or outsource it to somebody that understands the legal market and has published on Amazon themselves. One of the most important things to think about is how much time and effort and devoted effort this really takes. So many lawyers or law firms think, oh, I'm just going to have my assistant do it or a member of my marketing staff. Well, that's fine. And certainly I'm sure they're capable and competent to do it to help you publish on Amazon. But it is a dedicated job that takes considerable effort, time, and attention. And so if your in-house staff member has a lot of other responsibilities, it's not going to be very realistic to get it published and done within three to five months. So no matter who you use to help you get your book published or whether you use no one, be realistic in terms of the work it takes and who it is that's going to help you and what other demands they have on their time. So let me ask you this then, Julie, about budgeting. Let's say I'm an attorney and I want to publish a book. I've got a team here or through sites like Upwork.com, I can find creative people on a limited budget that can help me with some of the things that you mentioned. Uh, What should my budget be from start to finish? What have you seen people usually have for what what they spend on this project? Well, you know, I'm sure you can Google it and find some other information. I can only speak to my own experience. We just did this. It took us about five months we created a schedule, a to-do list, a budget, and a marketing plan in writing ahead of time. And our budget, I wasn't really, I didn't really know what to expect. But we ended up spending about three thousand dollars, a thousand okay. of which, mm-hmm. a thousand of which I would not, I would not need to spend again. It's because we went through a couple of book formatters. I wasn't gonna, I don't know how to say these people didn't do what they promised they could do, and so I just didn't try to get the money back. I just let them have the money. Right. I, just, yeah. I just moved on. But the money, so there's direct costs. So it's about who your team is. You need to pay them. But also there's all sorts of different fees you have to pay to be registered on the required web, websites and obtain the specific publication information, et cetera. So for us, it was about 3000 But given the results I got from it in less than literally two weeks, I would spend, I would have spent 10 times that to get my wow. book published. Wow, that's great. So let me ask you then, Julie, why do you think this is such a significant opportunity? What do you think it is it about this endeavor that yields results of new business from uh, for attorneys? Okay, almost all law firms want increased reputation online, okay? In other words, their search engine optimization, they want more people visiting their website, they want more results when someone Googles their name, they want their name and their firm name to come up high on Google search engines. They want more social media followers. Almost every law firm has somebody doing those jobs already, right? Mm -hmm. 
So it's called SDR search engine results and SEO search engine optimization. So for example, the dramatic increase by being published on Amazon in search engine optimization is unbelievable. If you Googled my name before I published my book in November of last year, you got about a thousand total results in the upper left corner of Google. Now, if you Google my name, it's almost 100,000 results. So the power of Amazon, given that it's the world's largest seller of products and goods in the world and one of the top three most visited websites in the world, is incredible. And most law firms are overlooking this opportunity. Now, there's a lot of other results you can get. I personally didn't even expect this, but I became a number one bestseller on Amazon in my category, which is a credential I'm able to now put on my biographical sketch. Within a week, we sold enough books to pay for itself. I increased my social media followers and likes dramatically. I even got a lead for new work from a new client that I mentioned. And then one of my favorite things, just because we happened to publish at the end of the year, I sent the book as a substantive and very useful gift to a lot of my key clients, existing clients and referral sources. So, so, let me so those ask are you, some of the benefits you can be getting, the law firms can be getting, and they're missing by not publishing on Amazon. So this is great. So I always believe in doing something once and two, I have two goals. I want to do something once and I want to have multiple positive immediate results that benefit from that. And I want to do something once where I continue to der- derive a benefit over and over again over the course of time. And it sounds like this fits precisely within that thought model. What would an attorney do then? Let's say he or she publishes the book. How do they sell it? How are they going to promote it? How are they going to market it? What, what are some okay, things? Okay, well, that's, that's a, that, thank you. That's a really good point. And why, one of the best things I did from the beginning is create in writing four key documents, a schedule, a to-do list, a budget, and a marketing plan. Now, okay. my book has only been available on Amazon. It'll be a month tomorrow. So I've gotten all these results in a month. It's already paid for itself. I've already gotten new work. It's just, I've gotten this exponential increase in search engine optimization. But I do have an entire marketing plan written for this. And it's going to continue throughout the year. Uh, Because my book, just like many books, can live forever. It's not, it could be updated probably, but it's just a very useful book Mm -hmm. that has, you know, time-tested, proven things that work over time. Now, for lawyers, some lawyers already have, there's one at least on Amazon that's the patent case year in review. Now, that would obviously be something they need to redo the next year just because it sticks for a whole year. Now, the international arbitration book that's up on Amazon, that probably would need to be updated. I did want to mention something, Scott, I found very interesting when I was researching Amazon about law firms published on Amazon. Okay. And that is, for the law firms that are published on Amazon, Some of them have been up there for years, and you can tell they've never revisited it. They just let it sit there, and a lot of the information about the author, et cetera, isn't up to date. So one of the most practical things I'm recommending for anyone listening to this podcast is go to Amazon, put your firm name in there or your name as an attorney, see if there's anything up there, and make sure what you do have up there, if anything, is up to date. And then more importantly, look for what your competitors might have and the things that are written about the key areas of new work that you want to see what your competitors are doing to see where you might want to publish. That's a great idea. So what, what do you think was the biggest lesson you learned from doing this, Julie? If there was one lesson you learned from start to finish, what was that that was most impacting to you? Well, 
it's just reinforced at my age, reinforced doing anything worthwhile takes considerable focus, detail, and attention. The devil is in the details. Again, if you want a, a, a book up there on Amazon that's going to increase your reputation, enhance your reputation, and get the types of results that I've described as the devil's in the details, and that takes attention and experience. So let's say I take your advice. I'm an attorney. I publish this book. Do I have to buy a certain number of copies? How does it work? Would I have to order a certain number of copies, or does is there a pay on demand or print on demand type feature? What would have well, you learned? As you can imagine these? Amazon is very automated, so they have there's three formats you can sell your book in: ebook, paperback, or and or hard copy. I just chose two: ebook, which is the Kindle version, and the paperback. That's easy. And That's great. The author themselves can buy the book via what Amazon calls author copies, and they're vastly discounted versions of your book. So that's how an author can purchase books. And so we purchased 40 author copies, which are not counted in your sales from Amazon, Uh but we purchased 40 author copies, which we sent out to clients and key referral sources and contacts at the end of the year. That's great. So you can send them out to your clients. Let's say you speak at a conference and you collect business cards and you send your book to every one of them, not as a way to solicit for business, but to really say, hey, here's some ideas that I've elaborated on from my presentation. I thought you might benefit from this book and include a business. No question. You can give it away as an author, depending on the rights you select, which is a whole podcast in itself, how you decide to sell your book, whether on Amazon exclusively or on other publishers, you can actually resell your paperback. And you can do that at considerable profit. So many speakers could not only have their book available to give away if they chose, but they could also have it available to sell at the end of seminars and conferences where Mm -hmm. they present and speak. What about getting reviews? Have you ever thought about that? If an attorney writes a book, can he or she get a trade association to write a review or to promote the book in their trade journal? What what do you think about that? Well, again, we did a lot of research for all this and we knew everything going in. And just like Uber or a lot of these new online services, reviews drive everything and they need to be verified and bona fide. So I actually knew right away who was going to be buying my book. Many people in our industry provided me with quotes that they let me input as forwards in the book, et cetera. And they purchased it and posted a review right away. So within a month, we have six verified Amazon customer reviews on our site, which I mean, on the book itself, which is very important as to driving how it's positioned on Amazon. Amazon's algorithm takes into consideration a number of factors, one of which is reviews and the verifiability of those reviews. So what's, what's not to like, right? What's not to like? Why, why do you think somebody listening to this wouldn't do it? What would you, if you were trying to really sell them on the idea is there anything that you would want to emphasize to them? If they just- well, I'm not selling the idea. that The point is it's a hugely missed opportunity, especially since so much content is already done in there. Right. If law firms search their document management system and or just look up what they've done for their networks in the past, a lot of that's easily publishable. What's the reason that lawyers and law firms don't do this? It's, it's simply bandwidth and time. I mean, we right. know lawyers are 
especially very prominent ones, are very busy and they don't have a lot of time. So for them to serve as an author and a project leader is very difficult. Similarly, their in-house marketing staff already have a full plate doing the social media and all of the website type of tasks. So publishing on Amazon isn't always on their to-do list or in their job responsibilities. So it's a question of time and bandwidth, but given the power that Amazon now can deliver to lawyers to enhance their reputation, their client relationships, and expand into new client relationships and expand their reputation substantively, any lawyer or law firm that's not publishing on Amazon is missing a tremendous opportunity. Right. So you could even take your book, send it to a trade association. Let's say you spoke at a trade conference annual meeting and you got cozy with the leadership of the group and you developed a good relationship, even a friendship, you could actually take your book and have that trade association market that for you, like write a book review on that or something like that, right? Well, again, again, a review has to be a verified customer. So a trade association is an entity and wouldn't be able to post a, a review. No, but but nevertheless, journal, you could have the trade association sell the book if your publishing rights allow for that. For us, for example, we went with KDP Select right away. Mm -hmm. So we have, they have absolute rights for 30 days to exclusively and solely sell and and promote our book. And is that a resource that that you'd like to mention again? What was that called again? Well, it's just the um, Amazon publishing platform. It's called KDP Select. They recently merged with Create Space, which was the uh, previous publisher of paperback books, but now Amazon and CreateSpace have merged. Well, actually, Amazon absorbed CreateSpace. So Amazon is able to publish both the eBooks and the paperbacks and the hard copy. Got it. So if I'm ready to go, I've done my research, I've compiled probably about 30 or 40 articles that I've written, and I believe I've got enough here to put into a book. What website do I need to go to to start this exercise? Was it the, the kdpselect.com one? Well, that one can give you a rough overview. And they give you some tools. We spent probably a month just researching all the best practices on how to publish on Amazon. So that's one resource. But again, you're back at step one, which is reorganizing, reassimilating, recombining, and creating an actual book, writing a book, mm-hmm. right? So that it's not so much a website you need at this stage. What you need to do is create a really good book and then have that proofread and vetted. Once that's done, then you need to choose a formatter. But yes, KDP Select is a spot or a website that will give you some basic guidance as to the steps to follow, but there's a multitude of other things available on Google. What a great idea. Now, one challenge to those people listening, if you take this advice and you do it and your book is out there, you got to let me know, send me an email and I'll put it on my blog and then also let Julie know and thank her and buy her lunch when you see her. (laughs) (laughs) So any final thoughts for lawyers or law firms that plan to publish on Amazon in the coming months? As I said, don't reinvent a wheel. You know, definitely try to uh, find stuff that's already done, whether it's a PowerPoint presentation, a pamphlet, or just um, a couple different articles over time on a subject. It's not that hard to compile that into a book. Definitely, I highly recommend every one of you go to Amazon and put your firm name in and or your own name and or your competitors' names, make sure if you do have anything up there that it's up to date. Again, please remember that publishing on Amazon does take time and detailed work and effort. 
So if you are going to have in-house staff help you, please be uh, conscious about the bandwidth and whether they have the availability and time to get this done. And then I did want to mention, Scott, I was just published in Legal Business World, an article about this topic in their December 2018 edition, edition number 10, Legal Business World. So if anybody wanted to visit that website and see that article, that can provide some other tips and suggestions for publishing on Amazon. That's great. Excellent. So tell us more about what you do as a consultant, what your offerings are for law firms and attorneys and how they can reach you, Julie. Thank you, Scott. Now, I'm I'm an attorney. I hold an MBA in finance and marketing. For over 30 years, I've worked with the world's leading law firms in client development, client service, and business development. I coach and train and work with lawyers and accountants and experts all over the world and help them develop significant, measurable new business. And if anyone is interested in contacting me, they could either uh, visit my website, just Google my name, and or if they're interested in looking at my book, they could visit Amazon, put my name in the search bar, and my book will come up that uh, they can see what mine looks like on Amazon. I really appreciate your time and having me on today, Scott. Absolutely, Julie. And we'll put all this information in the show notes. So if anybody didn't get a chance to write that down, if you're in the car on your commute, Uh, Just make sure you visit the website and we'll have the show notes where you can reach Julie and also learn more about her book. And Julie, thank you so much. I appreciate you being a repeat guest on the podcast and I'm sure we'll have you back again talking about more client development activities. Thank you so much, Scott. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks for joining me. And if you have ideas or recommendations for this podcast, please email me at scott at attorneysearchgroup.com. For more information about the Attorney Search Group and the services I offer as a sports agent for partners who want to find a better platform, visit me on the web at attorneysearchgroup.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.